Australia's racing heartland. This is the only program dedicated to Victorian country racing. Welcome to the Country Racing Show. It's got it all. This is the Country Racing Show on this Thursday. Time to welcome in the Queen of Country Racing, Maggie Payne. Hello to you, Maggie. G'day, Gareth. How are you going? I am well. Jesus, it's a great time of the year. Unfortunately, we can't get there, but there's plenty happening in country racing in this wonderful state. Oh, there is, and it's um, Group 1 racing this weekend, but you can basically say that across the country as well. We've got the Feature Country Cups with the Cranbourne and Hamilton Cups run this weekend, and we've also got the launch of their night racing tomorrow with the Pinker Pinker. So we've got great racing all round and, um, yeah, really starting to get into the thick of spring and um, some great horses going around. The CEO of the Cranbourne Turf Club at Neil Bainbridge will be joining us shortly. Can't wait to spin a yarn with a man that probably doesn't know who I am, but I remember growing up in the town of Birchip and used to um, run over to Jack Coffey's place. He had stables there um, in Birchip, Percy Street. Anyway, he was on the news there, Channel 10, as the Melbourne Cup went to the heart of the Mallee. So looking forward to catching up with Jack as we spin a yarn. But let's relive the Matoa Cup. And this was a great story. Peso was heavily supported like it was a good thing, Maggie. And it just got there, but they got the cash on Saturday. Yeah, they did. And it was his first feature win uh, since coming over to Australia. Peso trained by Richard Cully, uh, recently retired jump jockey, now trainer. So it was a great win in the end. And I love how he's just a front run running horse and um, managed to get the Matoa Cup on Saturday. But um, he probably hasn't had been in that good a form since coming over to Australia. Uh, just remember, this horse came second to Melody Bell in a Group 1 last year in New Zealand. So to get the $9 on offer, which which was pretty good, and uh, in the saddle by Jack Martin, which was a good front-running ride. So uh, it was great for Richie, and he definitely started his training career uh, with a bang. Sounds like you were on there, Maggie. You didn't tell us. <laughs> No, I was on another one that wasn't. That was probably paying a bit more than that, but it came uh, at the other end of the field. Okay, I hope. And as you pointed out, Friday night Neil Bainbridge isn't far away, but it's a terrific night of racing. I'm, I'm, I'll be cheering home no effort to win the Pinker Pinker for Gavin Bedgood, who's done a wonderful job with that uh, galloper. Jason Maskell takes the ride, and on Sunday Cranbourne Cup Day, it's worth four hundred thousand dollars. But it starts off on our Carnival Channel, and all you need to do is download the uh, the RSN nine two seven app, and you can listen to a special broadcast, Maggie, of um, a host of Country Cup meetings around the state, kicking off with Cranbourne, and I'll be hosting most of them, Michael Felgate, Matty Stewart, yourself. Um, hopefully Dean Lester will play a part throughout these country cups, and we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, we are. We're really excited to announce that that'll be launching this Sunday with the Cranbourne Cup. We're going to be covering 14 country cups between now and the end of November. So a lot of those non-Saturday country cups that we'll be covering are Geelong Cups, the Bendigo Cups. So that'll be full coverage um, throughout the whole race day, and we'll talk to participants from the race clubs and the regions just so we can yep. showcase the local towns and um, see what they've got on offer because they are, you know, struggling without the on-course presence. So really excited with that and uh, can't wait with the Cranbourne Cup this weekend. And I know a lot of country people listen to RSN Central. I think the best part about this particular initiative by RSN 927 and, of course, with Country Racing Victoria is that we get to tell some of those human interest stories like um, 
the local people involved in the game, the local footy clubs, sponsors. There's so many wonderful stories to be told. And we get an opportunity. It's a bit of breathing space, Maggie, and you get to tell those stories. And I've done some homework already for Cranbourne. And, boy, there's some ripper stories in that part of the world as well. So I'm looking forward to it on Sunday. We'll speak to Neil soon, but uh, Robin Daly, who was the previous uh, chairman or president at Cranbourne, this is going to be his first cup that he misses in 40 years. So you think yeah. about all those stories across the country, the Donalds, the Ararat Cup, but a lot of people that have, um, haven't missed a cup in that time. So uh, it's, I'm excited to catch up with them as well. All right, let's spin a yarn. The people at the grassroots of racing. We're spinning a yarn on the Country Racing Show. It was a big day for the town of Birchip in the heart of the Mallee, the home of the Mallee Bull, because the Melbourne Cup headed to Birchip there yesterday to celebrate the achievement from Ray Neville, who was a Birchip boy that won the Melbourne Cup all those years ago. And Jack Coffey was um, part of that celebration. Uh, he, he performed so well on Channel 10, and he joins us now on the, the new segment that was put together by Channel 10. And, and Jack joins us now on the Country Racing Show here on RSN Central as we spin a yarn. Good afternoon to you, Jack. Thanks for your time, mate. Hello, Gareth. How are you? Hello, Maggie. How how was that um, yesterday with the the Melbourne Cup heading to Birchip? Oh, fantastic, fantastic. But, look, I'd like to take the opportunity, Gareth, to to advise any young fellow that was starting out in the workforce, whatever you do, don't tell your boss you're having a sickie and then appear on national television that night. It just doesn't go down. Can you tell us the story, Jack? What happened? No, 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 I can't. I'd better not go into it. We've got too much racing to talk about, mate. Yep. Um, it was. It sounded like the, and it looked like the whole town got behind it. And, oh, and they did, yeah. they did, they did. It was, it was one of the greatest little shows I've been to and subject to the bloody... This distemper we're going through at the moment, um, a limited number of people could attend and a limited number of people uh, take, could take part. And look, it just went out, it was brilliant. It was, it was done very professional and look, it was a great day. One hell of a day. One of the things that was evident in the broadcast last night was all the kids that were there and, you know, smiling faces and little Eva Coffey dressed up in her cousin Harry's silks. It's, it really must have given a smile to all those kids and families that were there. Yeah, it was, it was. And um, you know, I, I was told that they were the best-behaved school children that they struck. And uh, they spoke very highly of the behaviour of the kids and the activity the kids took part in. And, and that it did, it went really well. Terrific. And, of course... The Melbourne Cup headed to Birchip because Ray Neville's a Birchip boy and he won the Melbourne Cup in 1948. He was the youngest ever jockey to win the Melbourne yep. Cup at, at 15 years of age, Jack. It's That's hard right. to, it's hard it to think. Yeah. It is. It's a fantastic story and uh, it's got a, a fantastic future here in Birchip still with, if we can manage to get it up on the silo. It, um, it, it'll never be... Well, it'll never happen again, a 15-year-old boy. They just can't do that now. But, um, no, it'll be fantastic if we can pull it off. And just on that... We're well and truly on the way. Yeah, just with that size, talking to a few of the Bircher boys recently, and and then you need a little bit of funding, of course, Jack, to, I think, uh, it it costs about 100000 does it? A little bit more, a little bit more if we do it properly. Yeah. uh, The more we get, the better job we can do of it. 
and um, we're sourcing um, uh, prices and everything now. We've gone all through that, and uh, of course we're trying to get the best artists possible, and we're onto that. And um, yeah, at this stage we're sitting in a bit of a position. Graincore uh, have put a bit of a hold on the program now till about March next year, but that might work in fine with us and give us the opportunity to. Um, you know, to get things a little bit together a bit better than we have at present. And Bertram are one of 24 towns, a part of the VRC's Melbourne Cup uh, country suite. You'll draw a horse in this year's Melbourne Cup, and if that is to win, you'll win the 50K, um, which would be fitting for Birchip, which is such a racing town or community, isn't it, Jack? You know, I'm sure across well, the Spring Carnival in a normal year, you, how many of these country cups would you attend and the community attend within that uh, region? Oh, look, uh, as many as we possibly can. We started Mildura Melbourne Cup Day years ago and come right through to... Uh, uh, to um, it had started... Um, we get Manangatang Cup and Witcherproof Cup, of course, Donald Cup, uh, Matoa Cup. Birchip's situated in a fantastic place to go to the races, an hour's drive and you're anywhere. No, it is a great place, Jack, and I remember growing up in Birchip used to... Peg Hogan used to babysit me and I used to run across to your property and watch you do <laughs> and, and train those horses all those years ago, mate. So, um, Yeah, you, you, uh, you had a horse there at one stage, a pretty handy old horse called Black Heaven. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking were... this morning I'd like to have him and slip down to Mooney Valley one night to the 55. Yeah, and those were the days in Birchip. Everyone used to go to the pub, and it didn't really matter if it was a galloper. There's a few harness racing trainers there that have had success over the years as well. So, um, no, it, it is a racing town, and I hopefully I hope that, that you get that 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 painting up there on the silos because as you drive in, it'd be great to see the history there of Ray Neville, and it was so great. What what the the country what the Melbourne Cup visiting those country areas does there there Jack you could see the 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 joy in the young kids face and and it and it proves how special the cup is yeah it's it is special it is it is it's it's an unreal feeling holding the cup and uh, everybody got the opportunity yesterday from kids through to the elderly but getting back to uh, the draw a uh, barrier draw if you've got any influence over the people tell them that we'd appreciate that getting Lukey Nolan and that horse he's booked to ride. Uh, that, oh, okay. That Luke's one for... been, yeah, P- of course, Peter Luke's, Moody. Uh, Luke's uh, got uh, a lot of relatives in this area, and uh, he's my nephew, actually. Very proud okay. of Luke and Sean. Yeah, and, Aust- and hey, Harry. Just from memory, Jack, they, they had a special... I know Luke, uh, with the 100 years at Manang, he wrote a winner there, or some very special connection with Manangatang, doesn't he? Yes, he was born at Manangatang. A lot of people reckon he was born in Swan Hill. That's not right. He was born in Manangatang, and Sean was born in Texas and Queensland. But, um, Sean, of course, was the top apprentice in Queensland of his time, and, of course, Luke's proved to be nothing but a champion, yeah. Nah, superstar. And, and like, I've got three jockeys to follow, uh, well, three proud little riders I can proudly say I follow is... Um, is uh, Luke and young Harry, yeah. So that horse is, um, yeah, you've done well. It's a f- you've got a famous family there, Jack, and uh, yeah, yeah, Jack Caves, yeah. that horse. Yeah, we had a lot of fun here years ago training horses and everything, but the greatest thrill I've ever had was with young Osty at Flemington 
the day Harry Allard's lane uh, one year. Yep. No, he's a superstar, Harry, and he's an inspiration, everything that he he has to overcome, and, and um, he continues to ride winners. He is a superstar. Wonderful family, the Coffee family. Jeez, it's been a privilege and honour to have you on uh, my show here today, Jack, and we'll be getting on then. Nick and Jack K for P. Moody and Luke Nolan at $34, and of That'd course, hope, hopefully you go into the Calcutta or the, the VRC, what they do, and I think it was a big success there last year. If you draw out that horse, you win $50,000, and that might just help pay for Ray Neville's a, portrait there on the silo. It'd be a great help, wouldn't it? It'd be really a great help. Good on you, mate. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for your time. Cheerio, Maggie, and I'll catch you again sometime. There's Jack Coffey there. There you go, Maggie. We could have talked to Jack all day. Yeah, I reckon we're going to have to get Jack back on another segment, uh, maybe on the Country Cup circuit when we head to St Arnold or Donald or somewhere like that, that's for sure. Can't wait for this weekend at Cranbourne, the Pinker Pinker Friday night, the $400,000 cup there on Sunday. The CEO of Cranbourne, Neil Bainbridge, joins us now here on the Country Racing Show. Good afternoon to you, Neil. Good afternoon, Gareth. Maggie, pleasure to be on. Thanks for the opportunity. It's a terrific weekend. Obviously, it's a little bit different this year, but you, you must be happy with the, the fields that have come your way. Look, we certainly are. You know, um, obviously, it's disappointing that uh, you know we won't have crowds on course, but on the same token, it's a wonderful uh, Tad Cranbourne Cup Carnival this year. A great way to sort of off our Mercedes Benz Mornington Night Racing Series, as you say, with the Pinker Pinker. Um, and to support the Pinker Pinker, you know, uh, we're delighted to host, uh, you know, Heat 2 of the Melbourne Cup Carnival Country Series as well, which is a fantastic $100,000 race. So, look, really looking forward to a, a great weekend and, um, you know, Sunday with, with the Tab Cranbourne Cup, delighted with the field, um, you know, littered with quality, um, full field, and it uh, should be a great way to sort of uh, finish off our two-day carnival. And, Neil, it just keeps getting stronger, this carnival. It feels like every year so many trainers do target it. Um, so it is a shame you can't get those crowds on course. But one thing you are doing or the club is doing is campers for people who can uh, enjoy from the comfort of their own lounge room. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely, Maggie. So, um, you know, for everyone that uh, would like to get involved with the Tad Cranbourne Cup Carnival, um, you know, contact the club, uh, go onto our website, uh, we've got a number of sort of hampers that uh, that will deliver to your household, um, not only for Friday night, but also for Sunday. Um, so there's a wonderful variety there and they're being extremely popular. Um, so that'll certainly keep our staff busy uh, delivering, delivering those over the weekend. Uh, so it's a good way for people to to get involved. And as you say, these, these two dates just continue to grow and you know we're delighted with the support that we get from Country Racing Victoria and Racing Victoria. You know, the Sunday program has had a, uh, a 43% increase in prize money, which is terrific in these times. So the minimum stakes are, are now $50,000 for all races on the Tap Cranbourne Cup program. And uh, the $400,000 Cranbourne Cup is, is, is certainly continues to sort of grow in quality. And, and this year's no exceptions with a number of Group 1 winners um, who will be here on Sunday. Now, now, you'd nearly have to be the most busiest racing administrator these days because that training complex there at Cranbourne continues to get bigger. How are you coping with all of that? Because Mick Price isn't far away and everybody's basically knocking on your door looking for boxes. Yeah, well, it's certainly a wonderful complex. Um, you know, obviously I'm a little bit biased, but, um, you know, it's Victoria's, you know, only purpose-built thoroughbred training facility. Um, there's been significant investment, um, you know, probably in the last six months, Gareth, as well, you know, where... 
a new poly track's gone in and was opened in uh, August, which was getting road reviews. Um, we've also completed construction of our fourth grass training track. Uh, it's the smallest of our four, and yet it's still 1,700 metres in circumference, 25 metres wide, and it'll open in probably February, March. Um, so the facilities are terrific. Um, you know, we've got some really good support and a lot of very good trainers that are very keen to come to Clamburn, and that's something that we continue to work with Racing Victoria and Country Racing Victoria with. And, uh, yeah, it certainly keeps us uh, busy and occupied, but, um, you know, it's a great workhorse for the industry. I think last year the stats were that 18% of all Victorian runners were trained out of Cranbourne. And at the Cranbourne, you know, night meetings, I think 38% of the runners came from the local trainers as well. So it's certainly doing a wonderful job for the industry. No, well done, Neil. Hats off to your committee and your club because it is what you hear from all of those trainers. And I think that the barometer there is the success that comes out of Cranbourne with so many top-class trainers now preparing their thoroughbreds at that particular training complex. Hey, mate, we wish you the best of luck. We can't wait to kick off our Country Cup circuit, of course. You download the RSN 927 app and you can listen to a coverage there of Cranbourne Cup Day on Sunday, 15 minutes before the first race, 15 minutes after the last race we'll go to. Um, we'll help you back a winner, but we'll catch up with some of the wonderful stories around the Cranbourne area regarding um, the racing industry and the sporting industry. So we're looking forward to that, mate. I uh, appreciate all the support, Gareth and Maggie. And if I could just uh, be so bold as have a quick shout-out to, uh, to probably Robin Daly. Uh, Robin Daly, uh, the life member of the Cranbourne Turf Club. This will be the first Cranbourne Cup that Robin, as a life member, hasn't been to in over 40 years due to the restrictions. Uh, Robin was uh, on the committee for over 36 years, 15 years as uh, chairman, and we're delighted that the last race of the TAB Cranbourne Cup Carnival will honour that significant contribution that Robin Daly made, not only to Cranbourne, uh, but I think to country racing and uh, the Victorian racing industry as well. Well said, mate. Well said. Hey, thanks for that, Neil. Good luck on Friday night. Good luck on Sunday. Thanks, Maggie. Cheers. There's Neil Bainbridge there, the CEO of the Cranbourne uh, Turf Club. Now, Maggie, there's plenty to look forward to when we have a look at the road ahead this week. There is. If we just quickly go through it, it's. Um, I'm a bit excited by talking to everyone today. I wish, wish the weekend will be here and I'll be here before we know it because tomorrow we've got the running of the race for the Battlers, the Hotham tomorrow at Ballarat, which will be a bit of fun. Yeah. Uh, good luck picking the winner out of that one. And we'll uh, tomorrow night, as Neil mentioned, we've got the Pinker Pinker Plate. Uh, we're hoping, we're cheering for no effort, the locally trained mayor who uh, is looking to go back to back. Saturday, we've got the Hamilton Cup, and then Sunday, we've got the big feature, as mentioned, the Cranbourne Cup, and also a highlight on the day is the Apache Cat Classic. So lots of country racing and looking forward to a big weekend, Gareth. Do you have a winner for us, Maggie? No, I'm going to go for no effort. I'm going to hope the girl goes back-to-back for Gavin Bedgegood and Alan Cooper. That would be an amazing result tomorrow night. Yeah, that that would be some story, and we hope Alan is... um going okay obviously he's battling cancer at the moment so our thoughts with him but that would put a smile on his face if no effort can get the job done maggie on friday night as always i love your work can't wait to join you for our first ever edition of the the country cup circuit as we concentrate on that cranbourne cup meeting there on sunday and as i pointed out all you need to do is download your rsn 927 app and listen to us on the carnival channel um, and there'll be so many great stories to be told there come sunday Thanks, Gareth. Looking forward to it.